Hello everybody, it's Jennifer Franklin and welcome to my podcast, Making Waves. It is January 25th of 2022. I'm currently still in LA, having a good time here. Um, Watching the local news, um, seeing the sites that's around here. Um, I have noticed something over here in LA which seems like this is why I'm having this podcast today. It gave me inspiration about um, gun control, gun safety, and crime. Now, I come from Louisville, Kentucky. I come from a red state. I come from where they do not want gun control. They believe in responsible gun ownership. Um, Over here in the blue state in L.A., I noticed there's a lot more murders and gun crime. And they are, of course, anti-gun, want tire restrictions, everything like that. I'm starting to notice that there is like a cognitive distance between the gun issue. And now I know why people are for against what they're for. Where they don't want guns, there's higher crime. Where they do want guns, there's less crime. So the people who are not violent over here in California see the violence that's happening. So they think, okay, if you get rid of the guns, the violence will quit. Understandable. Where I come from, they think the more guns that you have, the the nonviolent people, if the nonviolent people have guns, and every well, everybody have the guns, and the nonviolent people, even themselves, have guns. That it lessens crime, and it seems like it's working out that way because there is less crime. Let me give you an example. Let's say you got two girls walking down the street, okay, and a criminal in a car rides by and sees two girls unarmed. Now, he could pull out his gun, if if he's got one, pull out a gun, which even if you ban guns, they can get them on the black market unregistered, and shoot those two girls. Okay? And it happens all the time, because I was even reading in the news, you know, about this one died on the 20th birthday, so forth and so on. Now, If those girls had weapons, that guy's going to be like, well, right now I'm outnumbered. There's two weapons to mine. It's a deterrent. Keeps them from taking and pulling that gun out. More than likely, he would leave them alone because he could get killed. Instead of seeing them unarmed, knowing he can only kill them. It's a deterrent, which means it's equality. It means that, okay, I you got firepower, I got firepower. 
which one do you think is going to make it? It makes them second guess if they want to sacrifice their own lives. So, I believe because there's more gun ownership out where I'm at, that's why there's less crime. Because they're all registered. So, if you got a registered weapon, you know that it can come back on you. Meaning, like, if you went around killing somebody, that weapon is going to come back to you. So, the police and the detectives would be able to bring that weapon back to you. Unless you have a good excuse of self-defense, you're automatically going to go to prison. And most people try to avoid it. If you got an unregistered weapon, it's going to be hard to come back on you. Like if you take that weapon and go throw it in the river and it's unregistered and everything like that, they're going to have a hard time figuring out where that weapon come from unless you hope for some witnesses. And most people nowadays have this... Uh, They stay silent and they stay in their own lane and everything because they don't want anything coming back on them. So I guarantee you right now it's harder to get witnesses for these crimes. <clears throat> so actually, in all reality, and I know it seems backwards, but to not have the really strict gun control and to actually have the registered weapons and, and, have, and make sure all weapons get registered and go through classes and, you know, like the CDW classes and everything like that is actually the best way to stop a lot of the murders. So I see where people are coming from. Maybe they don't like guns. Maybe they don't like touching them. Maybe it's scary to them or whatever. But unfortunately, it makes you vulnerable to people who do things like that. So you're putting your life at risk because of your fear. Um, the people that I've seen before that try to commit gun crimes, a lot of times they carry weapons inappropriately, not in a professional uh, manner. Um, which also goes to show you they probably haven't had gun classes. Uh, maybe the reason why they carry them that way is because legally they're not supposed to have them, so they have to hide them differently. I'm not sure. But I can guarantee you that is a huge, huge reason why there's so many problems. So, I would love to hear whenever you're for gun control, 
why you think, because as much stuff as gets smuggled into the United States, why it wouldn't open up the market for um, unregistered weapons. And then the murders that happen are going to be unresolved. You're you're just basically, your time's just going to be up. They're not going to be able to solve it. And that's that. Unless you secretly like that. You're actually, you know, even if you're pro-police, you're going to make it harder for the police to be able to do their job. And then... This is what I don't understand. They got people out here who say to defund the police. But if you're in a dangerous situation, call the police. Which doesn't make any sense. Why would you want to defund people who's going to help you in an in emergency situation? So, I can understand if you were pro-gun and you wanted to defund the police, meaning you want to have more control over your dangerous and scary situations um, and less interference from other people. Okay, if you had that sort of mentality, that kind of makes sense. Um, if you're more, okay, well, let's just not have these uh, people-on-people crimes. Let's, let's have more police out there. And the police handle it. Then you would be for funding the police. So you would be anti-gun pro-police because you want the police to handle it instead of people, uh, I guess, having a smidge bit of vigilante. So we got some cognitive dissonance in here in order to be able to make things sound sound and profound. Um I don't I haven't heard anybody word it the way that I have where it all together as a whole would make logical sense. So I'm not sure if anybody's actually really put a lot of thought into it where it doesn't make any sense. I've only heard from each side well, I'm anti-gun because my cousin got shot. Or I would hear, well, I'm pro-gun because if somebody breaks into my home to kill me, I'm shooting them first. Okay, so I would hear why for this and for that for personal reasons. But I've never heard anybody really talk about the big picture. Of like, okay, I'm for self-defense and less other people defending me. Or I'm more for professionals defending me and less self-defense. Like, 
I've never heard anybody interact and play with it like that in order to make it a sound, solid um, belief. So right now we do have cognitive dissonance with this issue. I wish I had somebody that I could be able to talk to about it um, to get their point of view to see why people are pushing issues like that because it gives your opponent the verbal and thoughtful ammo to fire back at you and say your logic doesn't make any sense well technically it doesn't because it's a half-assed idea um, the same, but it's the pot calling the kettle black because their idea on the other side of the debate also is a half-assed idea. Um, that is a problem now that we have in society, and I think that if we would fully think it through, fully think it through, we would probably actually get somewhere where it's like, okay, you are making the best, most logical choice that is hard to debate. That's whenever you know you're getting somewhere. Is whenever you, whenever you make a solid, profound choice, it's detail-oriented that interplays with the other factors of life that sound sound, that's whenever you know you have gotten somewhere. And I think that this is the statements that we need to tell people um, whenever we are out here pushing our issues And then you would be the most logical one to make actual, complete, sound logic. Um, I'm for guns. I'm pro-guns. I need to renew my membership to the NRA, as a matter of fact, because... Whenever you're pro-gun, it is a deterrent to keep people from shooting you. And people get shot. And if you don't have a gun and somebody else don't have a gun, and it's not even... Even if somebody else has a gun, I hope you trust them with your life. Meaning like, if you got shot at, they would shoot at somebody else on your behalf. Not just protect themselves. You know, so you got a lot of things going on. And... You know, they say 
safety first. And you need to care about your safety. But the truth is, are we giving it 100% when it comes to safety? If being of sound mind is caring for your safety, are we all doing that? It doesn't seem that way right now. Maybe during this COVID-19 and the crisis and everything that's going on, um, people are kind of throwing caution to the wind and not caring no more. Um, lack of safety. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it doesn't seem like, uh, sound decision-making. Doesn't seem like sound decision-making. It just seems more like you're just getting told what to say and do more than they are trying to buy the have you buy the idea. Buying the idea. It just seems more like you're just being told what you are to be pro or con more than it is selling, selling the idea to you to where it, 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 it makes logical sense to you. This is why people are claiming that right now it seems like the government's got that totalitarian idea where you're just do as you're told don't worry about thinking. We'll think for you. Uh, kind of mind frame, which is scary. Um, which kind of strong arms you to where it's like, that's going to take away your freedom of voting. Um Hopefully they don't do that, the House of Representatives and the Senate, uh, Senate and the President, because then they would be able to vote on bills with logical sound sense. Um, it's kind of scary. It, you know, I'm just a 38-year-old woman right now in a motel room. And you know something's wrong whenever you're able to uh, logically be able to uh, articulate an idea that is a major issue that has caused so much controversy th for throughout many years where you're like, okay, now this is starting to make sense. I'm seeing it for myself. I'm glad I come out here to L.A. I needed to do that for um, people who listen to my podcast and myself because until I got out here and I seen what's going on out here that I know. So I seeing is believing, and I needed to see it for myself. That uh, there had even, it's only one or two things because these people, not everybody's dumb. 
there's they're pushing the issues because they're forced to push issues by whoever controls the money markets or they have other agendas that they're sneaking in that fit with that agenda that they can't let you know which I'm hoping it's not that one that would be like everybody's worst nightmare everybody's worst nightmare would be that there would be um, ill will alternative motives that's attached to it and that's the reason why you're not getting the whole story that makes it sound sound um, that's not good that's not good. So, um, I'll let you draw your own conclusion, what you honestly feel like that is the reason why it is that way. Um, but the, the statistics are there. The statistics are there. And, um, I feel bad. I feel bad. Um, with the Democrats, it's like, I feel awful. Because you're getting a lot, a lot of gun crime. More. It profoundly more than you are for the people who are pro-gun. And maybe there's something that can be worked out together that, you know, I seen on the news something about Beverly Hills was starting to stock up more on guns, which um, maybe the people who, who used to be um, anti-gun for, you know, when you just had security or security guards or uh, them gates in the gated community. So you thought, oh, okay, well, I'm fine, I'm fine. Maybe um, with everything that's going on, it kind of showcased them the importance of the guns. And now that's starting to fluctuate. Which, by the way, kudos to you. Smartest decision you could have ever made. And I hope that one day it saves your life because that's the whole point behind it. Um, the people out there who's out there to purchase them, and like I said, responsible gun ownership. Responsible. Which means that you don't, turn around and point a gun out just because you're mad at somebody or you're feeling this type of way or, uh, you know, you're just having a bad mental health day and you want to take it out on some workers at a restaurant or, uh, you know, or something like that. No, it's literally there as a self-defense tool to save your life in a dangerous situation in a dangerous situation. It's not to take out on the police. 
if they try to arrest you, it's not to shoot ambulance. It's not to take it out on the fireman. It's not to do anything like that. It's literally a self, because if somebody pulls out a gun on you, you got a matter of seconds. Nobody can get to you, honey, in a matter of seconds, okay? You can only react within a matter of seconds. That's it. Only you can react in a matter of seconds. So this is why I am pro-gun. And I think everybody should have it. Regardless. Because if you're trained, if somebody crazy comes after you, you can probably put them down before they shoot you. Yeah, it's awful to have to ever be in that situation. But thank goodness if you're trained, if that situation comes. That's a beautiful thing. That means you just extended your life for your family and your children and this and that. And that's a beautiful thing. For women and for men. If you know how to do it responsibly. And I hope that you trust yourself enough and other people in order to be able to do that. If not, that's probably whenever you need to seek some help, get help, but then go get the gun once you get the help. Don't let that stop you. Okay? Because you're going to be vulnerable. You're going to be like a duck and sit in water out there. So you don't want that to happen. But thank you all so much for listening to me. This is my podcast, Making Waves, January 25th. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. Thank you.